Okay, guys, how are we doing? Guys still alive? Awesome day today, huh? Man, it's very nice. I love fall time. There's a lot going on, obviously, with all the festivals and things like that. A lot of good stuff going on. Um, will you guys pray for me real quick, and then I'll pray for you, and then we'll get started. Father God, again, we just thank you for all that you're doing here. We thank you for just what you're doing all around the world, God. It seems to be a movement, a revival, God, and we're excited about it. So we just thank you, Jesus, for what you're going to do in advance. We just thank you for tonight. Just pray that you'll speak through me, God, and I just pray that uh, the message will fall on soft hearts, Lord. So just pray, give them ears to hear, God. So we just thank you again. In Jesus' name, amen. So everybody knows we're a praying church, right? Have we seen any kind of miracles through the prayers? Amen. Does prayer work? Oh, yeah. Amen, right? So we're wrapping up Ephesians. We've been doing this for a while, so there's only a few verses left. <clears throat> so Rain and I were talking, was just like, well, since there's only a handful of verses left, maybe I could read Psalm 119 tonight. That's a joke, okay, guys? It's 175 <laughs> verses long. <laughs> I can do this now if you guys can pay attention that long, but I can do it. 20 minutes, yeah. Well, I can probably get a lesson out of it. That's really good psalm to read, and it's directly in the middle of the Bible. If you've never read it, it's almost exactly halfway. So God is good, Amen. You know, it's funny, Candy, you were talking about prayer and where we ended up, verse 18, where we start, it says pray. Well, I didn't know you were going to talk about that. You didn't know I was going to talk about prayer. Jesus did, right. So last week, we talked about the armor. You guys all armored up? You got all your stuff on? You ready for the battle? Some of you are going, okay, you ready? Uh, not so much ready? You're not just rocking your helmet of salvation, right? You're going to get your butt kicked if you don't. You have all of your armor on, right? Not just part of it. You know, a small illustration, I used to be a hockey goalie. So I had tons of equipment. I had all the stuff that basically Randy was talking about. I had the blocker for the shield. I had my helmet. I had, I had a, a, a full gear. I had all my legs, my feet, everywhere. I was pretty protected. But there were times. If I got there late or games ran late and I was in a hurry, I would just sloppily throw my gear on just to get out there on time because the game's starting without, I got to get out there. And never fails. I would take a shot like in the ribs or on my neck or something weird all because I wasn't prepared. My armor was not tight. There were times I would not pull the straps tight enough and I would get hit. Every time I was just like, you think I would know better by now? Tighten everything tight and then go to battle. But a lot of times you just throw your gear on and you go out there. Lo and behold, you get injured. It's kind of the same way with our spiritual armor. You guys know we're in spiritual battle, right? We've been talking about this for some time now. It's a real deal. It's a real deal, guys. You'd be foolish to think that you could go through this Christian life with just your armor on. Okay? Because the second half is pray. Pray 
Paul's telling us, you need to pray in the spirit at all times on every occasion. All the time. You say, well, how do I do that all the time? I got stuff to do. Well, you just, so a lot of times you can just make little quick habits, little quick prayers, like the prayer line that comes in. And hey, for the record, if you're on that, you don't have to carry that, okay? You guys know that, right? We've had people bail from the prayer line because it's overwhelming. Some of the stuff that comes on there for prayers is pretty intense. But you know what? We pray for that and we pass it on to Jesus. Jesus is the one that's going to carry that, okay? We can consult the people. We can, we, can, we can do things like that. But he's the one that's carrying the load, not you. I remember the first time I heard that from a, from a, a Christian. that He'd been a Christian a long time, and he said, I'm bailing from the prayer line. I can't take it. I'm thinking, you don't have to take it. That's the whole point. You don't have to take it. You don't have to take it. Pass it on to Jesus, man. I don't think he's still on the prayer line, though. <laughs> I don't think he came back. Right. So how's your prayer life? We could probably, if we're honest, we could probably all say we could do better, right? <laughs> that goes without. So you, when you do pray, are they like shallow prayers? Weak prayers? Seri do you take it seriously? Prayer is a major thing, guys. You know, and I remember first coming to church, I was just excited to learn about God, and I didn't really know how to pray or what to pray for or even know how, how uh, important it was. But you learn that over time. Did you know that the word prayer is in the New Testament about 127 times? Approximately. In Matthew, Jesus left us uh, an example on how to pray. So prayer is very, very important. And prayers do get answered. We can't change God's mind by praying. But he wants to hear from us. That's the communication that we have. That's how your relationship grows. When you talk to him. If you didn't, it'd just be one-sided, right? You'd just be rocking your salvation, going, I'm saved. Okay, now what? I don't do anything except make my behavior a little better, maybe. Maybe your language changes a little bit. But just like the song said, his love is intimate, and we can be intimate with him, too. And prayer, we can do this individually. We can do it corporately. We do small group prayers. We do all kinds of prayers all the time, one-on-one, -on -one, whatever you're And you don't have to make a big deal out of it either. Get all psyched up on some special prayer. Just talk to God. Bring your request to him. God, I need help. I need help. He knows what you need. He just wants to hear from you. He wants to help you. Even when you've been naughty, he wants to correct that and get you back on the right track. Okay, so we, we do the simple request for help sometimes. Sometimes it's just praise and, and thank you. Thank you, God. Just thank you for the blessings. Even in my rotten circumstances, I, there's always something to be thankful for. Always. Right? You're still alive. Right? We still have place to go. We have warm houses, things like that. God still provides, even when things don't look like they're going very well. Sometimes... One of my favorites is just thank him for the beauty that we see all the time, whether it's trees or nature. You know, I talked about the bears and stuff like that in Gatlinburg, stuff like that. Just, just stuff that creation is amazing. You don't have to look far to see that there is a God and there is a system to the whole thing. The minimum we can have is an attitude of gratitude. Right? 
be thankful. We could pray about things that trouble us, which a lot of times we do, but we need to have more than just foxhole prayers. You know, get me out of this jam, Lord, and I'll do this. Do this for me and I'll do that. He wants to hear from us from the simple things to the difficult things, and he wants to help. So stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all the believers everywhere. All the believers, guys, all around the world are supposed to be praying for other Christians, other churches, the church as a whole, our church, everybody, right? If you're a child of God, we should be praying for one another because the days are evil, <laughs> he was talking about. These are evil times, guys, and they're only getting worse. And if you read far enough in Scripture, it's only going to get worse than it is now. So if you don't have your armor on and you're disconnected from God, you're probably in trouble. You're probably out wandering around wondering how to get here. But I can't say this. If you have been wandering, just come back. Come back in the fold. It's safer in the fold anyway than it is out there by yourself. I wrote down a couple of things about uh, David praying at all times. Here's David's approach in just a few psalms. We mentioned Psalm um, 119. But in Psalm 4, David prayed before the ending of the day. Do you guys pray when the day's over? Thank you, God, for this day, what you've done, maybe what you haven't done. Psalm 5 says he prayed to the beginning of the day. Do you start your day with prayer? If you don't, you should. And read something, take in some kind of something. It, right in a row here, 4, 5, Psalm 6 said he prayed in the aftermath of his failures. He still prayed to God even when he messed up. He knows God loves him. God's love is so amazing. Psalm 7, it said when the pressure's on, when he was under attack, he was praying. You see, David's praying for everything at all times. Psalm 8, prayed when he thought, I can't read my writing. The creative peace of God, just the peace that you get when you pray. Did you know praying has mental or mental help for you? It's better for your mental health if you pray. There's act that's actually scientifically true. Your mental health increases. Stress level goes down. So why wouldn't you? If nothing else, that's what you're going to get. At the bare minimum, you're going to get health from it. But obviously, God wants to hear from us. Psalm 9, right in a row here. Psalm 9, he prayed in times of joy. We should always be thankful at all times, right? Praying at all times. Psalm 10, he prayed when he felt isolated, when he was in the middle of all of his troubles, when he was isolated. He's still praying. So he's still praying in all of these situations. He's still praying. It's our communication with God is when we pray. Prayer should be very natural, too. It should be a natural thing for us to do. By now, if you've been a Christian for a long time, that should be part of what you do. It should be as natural as breathing every day, at least once a day. Who's prayed today at least once? I hope everybody has. All right. All right. 
So that's kind of our model that David took, just his approach, praying for everything all the time. And, you know, you can make just little requests throughout the day, too. You, I mean, like when the prayers come in, please help this person, God, or thank you, God. When you're driving down the road or whatever, you can talk to God all the time. There's nothing special you have to do except maybe cleanse your heart enough to talk to him. If you mess up, fess up, right? It's pretty simple. You don't have to carry that either. If you screw up, just tell him. By the way, he already knows. <laughs> you can't hide from him. He already knows what you're doing. So you might as well fess up and take the pressure off. All right, so we stay alert and we be persistent in your prayers for all the believers everywhere. Now he changes gears a little bit and he says, pray for me too. Ask God to give me the right words so I can boldly explain God's mysterious plan that the good news is for the Jews and the Gentiles alike. You know, Paul was in chains. He could have easily said, hey, be praying for me that I get out of here. Not once did he ever mention that. Not once. He's still in his chains, but he's praying. Give me the right words so I can boldly spread the gospel. So he's chained up writing letters to these people, and he's boldly talking to people while he's chained up, and he's praying at all times. Seems to me he's in a pretty good sweet spot other than being chained up. His relationship with God is, is, is right there. He wasn't even discouraged or undefeated. I mean, that guy had been through a lot when he got to here. Been beat up and all that stuff before he got here. He continues to speak boldly. In fact, what he wrote is still living today. And it's encouraging us, like this letter's for, to speak boldly for Christ. Just like you're saying, go talk to your neighbor, talk to a friend. High five in Jesus' name. That's always a good icebreaker. Or ask, hey, what's that? I see a cross on your neck. What's that, what's that mean to you? That's Richard's deal. Stole that from him. <laughs> we just pray. Let's go to Philippians, one of my favorites. Philippians 4. Philippians 4, verse 6. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. You can ask him, trust him. We put all of our trust in Christ, amen? It's all we have. It's Jesus and Jesus only. We've seen a lot of miracles in this church just, just at the low-level prayers that we have. Lives are changed, marriages restored. We've seen Alpha, you got your kids back. A lot of praying through all this stuff. We've seen healing from cancers and, and things like that. So we know prayer works. But you know what's funny? You can get caught up in doing what you're doing and kind of forget to pray in the circumstance, right? Things look like they're out of control and you forget. But at second, let the Holy Spirit do his job and pray, pray through it. This reminds me of a story when we were downtown one time. We had a bunch of people storm one of the pop-up storms came and it was raining and we all crammed into the bus it wouldn't hold anymore and we're like well what are we gonna do what are we gonna do we can't be outside look 
what are we going to do? I mean, it was storming, rain coming sideways. And everybody's just standing, and we didn't know what to do. And somebody, somebody goes, think we ought to pray? <laughs> and we're like, well, yeah, we've done everything else. Let's try that. Well, here's the cool part. We prayed. The storm stopped. We went outside. We set the chairs up just like this, and the water ran right down the middle. It was amazing. We had an amazing night. It cleared off, and it was just like, wow. <laughs> that was an instant answered prayer. But even just something that small, we kind of forgot. We forgot to ask God to help us. <laughs> We're in the middle of our crisis going, what do we do? What do we do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Watch it rain. How about pray? <laughs> So when we pray, he listens. It, it doesn't fall on deaf ears. I wrote down this. Uh, what is it up there? You guys know who Bill Hybels is? You heard of him? Heard the name? I'm going to borrow his from him. He says, if you're concerned about unanswered prayer, his, his little formula that he tells people is if you, if you request is wrong, God says no means what you're asking for is probably not in the right way. If the timing's wrong, God says slow. If you are wrong, God says grow. If the request is right, the timing's right, and you're right, God says go. Pretty simple, huh? Basically getting our, our life right. If we want answered prayers, we need to pray. Not that we can change God's mind, but that being said, when we pray, we get results. Sometimes it takes a long time. It helps us develop a relationship with God. Prayer helps you gain understanding of God's loving nature because you have that relationship, right? So when you do see a small answered prayer like the rain thing, you're just like, wow. Or you pray for your wife, and something good happens. You're like, wow, it's working. It's working. I think a lot of people give up before they see Christ work in their, in their lives. You're that close to a blessing, and you run out. Just hang on. Hang on, because sometimes it takes a while. It might take years, but don't give up. You always hear about the stories of a grandma that's been praying for her grandson for 25 years, and eventually it happens. But can you imagine being that grandma and just praying and praying and praying and praying and praying and going, please, keep knocking. You have not because you ask not, right? If you ask, you shall receive. So we know prayer provides answers. Prayer helps us find direction in our life. It helps us with our decision making, right? If you're praying through it and not trying to bend the scriptures to what you want, do what the scriptures say. Listen to God when he's giving you an answer, even if you don't like it. He's pointing you in that direction for a reason. And if you take the other path, it might be a while before you come around again. That's just how it works. Come near him while he's near. Prayer helps us find direction. 
in our lives. Prayer helps strengthen us to avoid temptation. So if you have your armor on and you're praying, you're going to be less tempted to do something stupid. Because remember, we have an adversary that absolutely hates us, and he wants to break our fellowship with God. He throws these little bombs after us. You know, that's why you have your shield up. Keep your shield wet, right, for the fiery darts, because the fiery darts will come. That's a guarantee. You're a child of God. devil doesn't like that. He's going to start doing things to get you off track. And then you start worrying about your circumstances, and now your mind is off God. And you think God's not working. Well, now you're out of touch because you're over here. God's always working, and he's always preparing a way ahead of us. Always. We can't see it sometimes, but all we got to do is just faithfully keep walking. And walking. And walking. <laughs> Some of us have been walking a long time. And it's a long journey. It has its ups and its downs. But I know as your relationship matures, the highs aren't as high and the lows aren't as low. It's a little more steady. Now, there's a lot of highlights, but we know we can't live on the mountaintop. We enjoy the mountaintops when they come. But we have the same God on the mountaintop and the same God in the valley. Most of the time, we're in the valley. It seems like, anyway. That's just life. They get, things get thrown at us, and we, we just have to trudge our way. Keep Jesus in front of you and just keep going. Keep going. Don't let your circumstances distract you, because they will. We just read the verse in Philippians, don't worry. That's the first thing a lot of people do. I used to be really bad at that, and that was, it was unhealthy to be worried, because I was always looking linear, going, okay, we're doing this, this, and this, and this, but I wasn't even giving God a chance to work. I was thinking what, how I could do it or how our company's going to do it, or whatever, looking in the natural. I wasn't looking at the supernatural, because we know God could do anything. He'd turn anything around on a dime. We know that. But most of the time, it takes a while. Just don't give up. Don't give up. Prayer aligns your will with God's will. You kind of learn that over time. Some of the uh, it would have been interesting to see a prayer journal when I first started praying. To what I pray for now. <laughs> Let me win the lottery, God. I'll build a million churches for you. <laughs> Come on, man. Seriously? He probably laughed on that one. He's probably like, you know what you would do? You would run off if I gave you that kind of money. You'd run off. That's exactly what you would do. You're a run young Christian. You don't know anything about anything. And if I gave you a million dollars, you'd run off. Because you don't need me anymore. That's why I didn't win. And I'm okay with that. Because what I have now is way better than that. It's a backloaded contract. And what we have coming is going to be so glorious when we get there. All we got to do is hang on. Hang on. You ever feel like that skier that's behind the boat that forgot to let go of the rope when he fell down? And he's just, but he's hanging on, right? That's how life gets sometimes, but we're still hanging on. Just hang on. He'll get you through it. Keep praying. Keep walking. Prayer can work miracles. We talked about it. We've seen a lot of miracles. There's more to come, too. All we got to do is to stay faithful. Stay faithful. 
I want to invite the guy, well, everybody, but not just the guys. Prayer group is at 6 o'clock on Wednesday. We need to take that more seriously. We need to step up, guys. Women, you need to be here. Pray for our church. Pray for everybody. We're corporately prayer. And you know, it's not what you think. You might have something build up. Well, I don't know how to pray in public and all that stuff. Well, it's not that bad. Just come and join the group. You'll be surprised what it does for you. Guarantee. It's like recovery. You think you don't, you, you, you don't know what to say in recovery or anything like that. But if you come, there's more to it than you think. The Spirit does something when we're all gathered. So I want to invite you guys to come to that. We can see miracles out of that too. We invite the Holy Spirit in our life to work. We invite When we pray, we're inviting God into our mess to help us. He wants to help. Invite him in. And then ultimately, help, prayer helps us to become more like Jesus because he's the example. We're supposed to become more like him. More like Jesus. If you're just rocking your armor and you're not praying, you're not a very good example, right? You're basically just idle. Okay, so Paul's praying to be to be bold. We should all be bolder. He says, I'm in chains now, still preaching this message as God's ambassador. So pray that I will keep on speaking boldly for him as I should. We should do the same thing. Help share the gospel. Get it out any way you can. Be an example. In his final greetings, it says, just to bring you up to date, Tychicus will give you a full report about, about what I'm doing and how I'm getting along. You know, I think that's cool, too, because he's given a report of, on what Paul's doing, but also we get to hear from the missionaries, too, that are out in the field. Like, we're hearing from some of the guys in Uganda and stuff like that. They're filling us in on what's going on over there through the church. What Jesus is doing from the help of this family here. How awesome is that? You're going to see some videos at the gala of what's been going on. It's going to be pretty, it's pretty fascinating if you think about it. It's like, wow, we're way over here and we're part of that, but none of us have ever been there or set foot over there. But that's fruit from here. And it's something to be excited about because we're seeing God work in these people's lives. And, it, we, and, and when we talk to them, it encourages them. We did a Skype call the other day on the road. And you could just see the joy in their face, talking to Babu, and of just hearing from us, and just to encourage him. And funny thing was, he was encouraging us more than we probably were encouraging him. And he's way over there. And, and things are going pretty well for him, too. God's working over there. God's working everywhere. It's, it, it's awesome to be part of it. He is a beloved brother and a faithful helper in the Lord's work. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, to let you know how we're doing and to encourage you. Peace be with you, dear brothers and sisters. And may God, the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ give you love with faithfulness. May God's grace be eternally upon you and all who love our Lord Jesus Christ. That is good. We get the peace from that, right? You know, we're talking about the armor with the peace, and we're talking about the peace that we get from, from praying to God. 
I want to read Paul's, uh, Paul's prayer to you back in Ephesians chapter 3. This kind of struck me today when I was when I was doing a little research and a little study and I was reading the whole thing again and I was just like, you know, someday we're going to get to meet Paul and it's going to be awesome. But his prayer here is just a few verses long. I want to read it real quick. It says, when I, this is prayer, Paul's prayer for spiritual growth. He says, when I think of all of this, I fall to my knees and I pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and earth. I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through the Spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, how deep is his love. May you experience the love of Christ. Though it is too great for us to understand fully, then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and the power that comes from God. Now all glory to God who is able, through his mighty power at work within us, to accomplish infinitely more than we may ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. That's a big amen, isn't it? I love this book of Ephesians, and I know we kind of treetopped it. We, we probably could have swam around in this thing for a long time, but it's been a good study. You guys enjoy it? We're talking about a few different things for um, next series we're doing. We may go a couple times of uh, topical stuff or something that we've kind of figured out. We're headed into the holidays, so we may have a holiday thing coming um, one, of, one of the thoughts were, um, you know, in Hebrews, the Hall of Fame chapter, it talks about Abraham, and we thought about maybe doing that, pick a few guys and, and uh, maybe do a study on them. So there's some good things coming. Um, Gala's coming next week. You guys excited about that? That's going to be fun. You know, it's a celebration of what God's done, right? I mean, we're going to auction some things off and have some fun. We're going to have an awesome meal, by the way. If you have, it's going to be catered, so if you, it's the same caterer we had last year, and the food's dynamite. So if you were there last year, you know how good that was. So we're going to have a good time. We're going to let, just let Jesus show off, basically, what he's done. And, and uh, we might hear a couple testimonies, things like that. But it's going to be a relaxing evening of just fun. Just fun. Let Jesus work, show what he's done in our life. Huh? <laughs> Yo. Did you guys hear that? We need desserts. And I know this church has a sweet tooth. So bring your pies, your brownies, your cookies, whatever. And let's have fun, guys, right? Yeah. <laughs> Randy's favorite banana pudding. <laughs> All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end in prayer here, and then we'll, uh, we can hang out a little bit. Uh, Father God, just thank you again for tonight. We thank you for all that you've done. We thank you for the study on Ephesians. God, I pray that everybody amps their prayer game up, God. We're coming into some very evil times. We know it's getting worse, and we need you, God. 
So just help us, Jesus, that we leave here and, and we're out in the world to be a light for you, Jesus. Not forget who we represent in all circumstances. And remember to pray in all circumstances at all times, God. So we just thank you again, Jesus, in your mighty, mighty name. Amen. Oh, the squirrel. <laughs>